Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. As he said, this is Sophia Renea Morales, and this week we are going to discuss elevating your life with spirit guides. But before we swing into that topic, I would like to invite you to get to know your own self a little bit more. Many of us go through this world feeling like, I don't have any special talents. I know I was one of those people for a very long while uh, until there was a mirror placed in front of me and I could see that what I was taking for granted was actually a special giftedness that not everyone has. And because of that experience and the experience of my clients, I decided to create the Superpower Quiz. And you can find that quiz at superpowerquiz.us. It'll take you about two minutes to get a peek into the mirror to identify the things that make you special and unique in this world. That's superpowerquiz.us. And now that that is done, I would love to introduce our guest this week. She's a return guest. Renee Spears is a spirit guide channeler and a spiritual life and business mentor in Bozeman, Montana. Renee's purpose is to help souls in their spiritual evolution by sharing spirit guide messages, raising vibrations, and imparting wisdom on how to embrace peace, joy, and happiness. Renee is also the host of the Abundology podcast, which features a weekly energy update. Welcome, Renee. I'm so happy to have you here today. Oh, I'm happy to be back. Thank you for having me. Oh, we had so much fun the last time. It's like, I just have to do this again. <laughs> what did you want to talk about? And so it came with spirit guides. And I love having conversations about spirit guides because there are a lot of, what do I want to say, myths and misunderstandings about spirit guides. Yes. Uh, what are some of the things that you've noticed that are common misunderstandings around what a spirit guide is and does? Well, although we can get guidance from um, human relatives or humans that are important to us that have passed over, that's not normally where we get a lot of our guidance and our wisdom. Yeah, and that's what people initially jump to when you're like, I have a guide who's showing up. They're like, is he grandma? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's pretty much where everybody goes first. Is this my grandma? Yes. <laughs> and yes, grandma sometimes does occasionally show up. But the majority of our wisdom and our guidance comes from our actual spirit guides. Hmm. How do spirit guides kind of show up in people's world, whether they are, what do I want to say, conscious of it or not? Because we do go through this period of unconsciousness where perhaps we might think that, oh, well, I don't have any spirit guides. Yeah, well, we all do, which is great news. Um, and they show up in unexpected ways, like that chance meeting of somebody in an elevator. You just happen to be there at the same time that you meet your partner or um, a new business opportunity. Yeah, what are the odds that I would run into one of Oprah's producers in that elevator, right? Exactly. <laughs> that sort odds of thing. were 100%, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so those, um, what we would call a lot of them coincidences. Synchronicities you know, is my favorite, oh. favorite word for it, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So often that is it. 
where we miss the car accident. We take another, you, and we saw this a lot with 9-11, where people mm -hmm. didn't that particular morning um, happen to get their alarm didn't go off. They didn't go yeah. to work that morning, That those sort of things. Yeah, they missed the bus. They got missed delayed. The yeah. Yes, the one of the kids was sick, whatever it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. That those close calls where you feel like maybe somebody would would have walked over your grave. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you, spirit guides. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, my goodness. So on the spirit guide front, what's the difference between a spirit guide and a guardian angel? Because a lot of people are like, yes, I have guardian angels. But my instinct is those are different roles. They really are different. And so when I do readings, I invite in everybody, I invite in spirit guides and guardian angels and crossed ancestors. ancestors. You yeah. name anybody who may draw Join draw the near. party. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but they're just different types of beings, different mm -hmm. types of, of um, light beings, soul beings, whatever you'd like to call them. Um, yeah, and they're still fabulous and wonderful, and we'll take all the guardian angels we can get. Um, but we also, in addition to guardian angels, we have the extra help from our spirit guides. Okay, so let's say I'm relatively new on this path, mm -hmm. and maybe I've been seeing some signs of waking up the the ever popular one 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 one, you know, yep. four four four. Um, how do we know? who is trying to reach out to us from these signs? And does it matter if you really know and understand who it is? It doesn't matter. It, you know, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I think that it's more the feeling that we are connected. That is, isn't just us going it alone out there, where sometimes I think it can feel like that in our human, human lives, that it's yeah. just me against the universe. Exactly. The analogy I like to use is this sort of like a moonshot almost. It's like, here we are, we're in having this experience of separation and it's own, our own little lonesomeness. But the truth is we've got a whole Houston back there with like a whole panel of people who are here supporting us in this. It's so true. And, and the typical person has between, I'd like, say, six and eight spirit guides. Um, but often if it's a big time in somebody's life, there will be a whole stadium of beings that show up to support that person going through that, whatever that they're going through. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, the words I put around it is you have like a core council. It's like, this is, this is yeah. your set that are like dedicated to you as you go through this world. And it does tend to be in that like five to 10 range. Yep. And then you have specialists that come in and additional support that comes in. Um, and as I went through my waking up, I arrived at this point where I was very curious. I'd been interacting with some of my spirit guides and some of my angels, and I was like, so how many of you are there really, right? Because I would get one or two and they kind of like rotate around. They're like, we don't want to overwhelm you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. I have more intestinal fortitude than that. Just show me, right? And after a little bit of, of finagling, they showed me. And it was not just the core council, but like this sea of angels and other beings. And it's like, this, this is everybody. And so I stopped being so stingy when I drove past a car accident. It's like, okay, leave as many angels as it takes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legions, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we have an abundance of helpers, that's for sure. 
<laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So is there kind of a, what I want to say, a common growth trajectory that people go through as they start to become aware of the support that's back there? Mm, that's a good question. Because I, I think often I um, come across a lot of people that are going through an awakening and start to see, first off, it tends to be those flickers of light off to the side of your eyes. Yes, and then uh -huh. you kind of turn your head or you see movement, you turn your head and there's nothing there. Um, that happens often. Yeah. Um, and just the knowing. And I know this is right up your area of expertise, that intuition of just knowing something. And a lot of my business is, is people coming to me asking things and they already know. They yeah. It's know. like, I, I just need confirmation, yes. right? I'm in that process of building up trust and I think it's this, and I would love to hear from somebody else that I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> Another common thing that I've seen recently, um, a lot of people are having their crown chakra opening. And um, that can feel like your top of your head is super hot. Yeah, Even that because that's where the crown chakra is. If you're not conversant in chakras, the crown chakra is that top of the skull in the center there. Yeah, hot, even itchy, like maybe you have dandruff or, you know, I think people have even thought, gosh, I, had, I thought I had lice or something, you know, because it was so <laughs> itchy. But <laughs> that, that sort of, a, that seems to be pretty common right now. Yeah, well, and the interesting thing that I noticed when mine opened, because yeah, I went through this stage, it felt not so much itchy, but like there was like this pressure, pressure, yeah, pressure, pressure, pressure. And then when it finally opened, it was so wide open. It's like, is there something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Yes. laughs> yeah, it was a really interesting shift. So what in your work, what do you notice are kind of the common jobs that um, the spirit guides are here to support us in? What what are the ways that they kind of naturally support us? What can we ask them to do above and beyond what they're kind of spontaneously doing? Well, they're here to support us in every way. Um, I think the biggest thing that I see is helping us get back to center, helping Ooh. us get grounded. And, you know, back to that confident, grounded, centered, peace of mind place. How, so. do you, how do you know if you're centered versus uncentered? What are some of the signs? Um, you don't have anxiety. <laughs> okay. <don't> <laughs> grounded is not an anxious place. I'll give you that. No. So anxiety would be a sign that perhaps your grounding has come loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it goes back to that faith and trust faith and trust that you are in the exact right place at the right time, that everything is working out, you know, and yeah. just that you can, that, also the connected part that we talked about earlier, that it's not just you going through this all by yourself. Yeah. You your little supported. tiny singularity. Yes. Yeah. Well, in some days that's easier than others. I mean, on the good hair days, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you get up and it all seems to be going fine, it's, it's easy to look at that and go, okay, so I'm being supported. There's synchronicities happening here. My day is kind of chugging along the way I think in my mind it ought to chug along. <laughs> mm, yep. uh, but then there are the bad hair days where nothing is going the way that you planned and your mind is going, 
this is all shit and my life is going to shit and it's all terrible. How do we deal with those kind of days? How do we get reconnected and regrounded on those days? Well, I think when you notice that you're off and we, we're human, we know what this happens to all of us, <laughs> to stop, to stop immediately. The most important thing that I have heard over and over and over from the guides is to get back to center. Yeah. Breathing, exercise, yoga, nature. And it's kind of counterintuitive because what we're taught growing up is, well, try harder. Yes. Work harder to get those ducks in a row. Yes. And it and yeah. often is just the opposite. Re calm down, stop, recenter before you move forward. Yeah. And we've all had mornings like that where, you know, it seems like everything is going wrong. And, but we, then we get in the car and we may drive really quickly to work and, you know, and we're in that rush mode and then the day goes downhill from there. But if we would just take five minutes and breathe, maybe go outside, put our feet in the lawn, take some deep breaths, the sunshine yeah. on our face. Put your back against a tree and just kind yes, of lean into the support. Into yeah. Yes, yes. Trees so. are very grounding. <laughs> There's something about lining up the back of all your chakras with a tree. It's, it's a really grounding experience. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Anything in nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've got these spirit guides who are here to help us with the timeline that we've planned out in this life and our sole purpose. And I think a lot of us, especially early in the journey, have some trouble identifying, you know, what is my purpose? What is the timeline that I quote unquote ought to be on? <laughs> it's that whole, I think, free will versus destiny question too. Yes, That exactly. we've struggled with, you know, for generations. Which part of my life is free will do I have control over? And which part of it is destiny that I'm here to do or be or understand? Yeah, well, and I think... The, the stories of the world would suggest that destiny is a really hard thing to ditch, <laughs> yeah. no matter how you exercise your free will. Um, what, what do you do if it feels like something that you don't want to go there? You go, you stop immediately, you go back, you center, you ground, and you remember that things are always conspiring for your highest good. And I think mm. we sometimes forget that, you yeah. know, because in the moment, it may not seem that, oh, I lost my job. This is, you know, how could this be possibly for my highest good? Because yeah. there's another one coming. Exactly. Well, and what I like one. to remind people in that moment where it's like, everything just got slapped out of my hands. It's like, you are asking for something big and amazing and you cannot receive when your hands are full. Yes. So often when this, when things happen that we, we don't feel are for our highest good or what we wanted. <laughs> or what our mind thought ought to be happening. <laughs> yes, this should be the way that it looks. Often that is a clearing out. Um, we And many times we have our darkest times right before a big breakthrough, a big leveling up. Yeah. And people have asked me before about, well, why, why this darkness? And what I've noticed in my own journey and the journeys of my clients is if you're looking for a little light inside yourself that you're trying to encourage, you're not going to see that well as bright and sunny out. 
It's going to be really hard to find. But when you sit in these moments of profound darkness, that light becomes really apparent. It's so true. We just take things for granted, you know, and if everything is going, even comfort, if we're in our comfort zones, you know, (laughs) we kind of stop growing. We 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 grow roots into the couch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's not so productive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, when things are uncomfortable, that's a sign we're growing. Absolutely. What is kind of the spirit guide take on our life timeline, the, the life plan that we put together for this soul purpose experience? What's their perspective on that as opposed to the human perspective, which is I've got this goal and I need to go, I need to go, (laughs) go make it happen. I need to be a a human doing. (laughs) Yeah, human doing, exactly. And it's not so much that we have lessons here to learn this lifetime. We have things that we want to experience. Mm -hmm. And so it may not be, we may as a human think, I want to be a doctor. Right. Um, but it really are, is the experience. I want to be purposeful. I want to help people. I want, so you could do that same thing working at a yarn shop or staying home, taking care of your kids. So what you are doing isn't as important as what you are being. Ooh, I love that. So I would love to dig more into like the difference between the being and the doing, but we are up on our first break already. <laughs> So everyone who's joined us today, I want you to grab your pen and your paper and spend a little time and notice what you've been doing lately versus how you've been being lately. Because it's possible for us to get into this doing mode where we're hyper productive, but we stop being as loving. We stop being as patient. We stop being fill in the blank, right? Or we start being frustrated or aggressive. So just notice the way you've been being and what you've been doing and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. 
Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sovereign Self with Sofia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksofia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm so glad you are still here with me and this week's guest, Renee Spears. Um, before the break, we had asked you to spend a little time observing where you are currently in your experience of interacting with the world. What are you focused on doing? What are you focused on being? And the purpose is for you to get a bigger picture of what's happening, right? Because we get down in the day-to-day nuts and bolts of things and we lose track of the larger picture sometime. So this, the whole purpose of this was to have you take a step back and see where you are being the way you wish to be and where you are doing at the amount that feels appropriate and right and balanced for you to remain in that beingness that feels good to you. So, Renee, what do spirit guides have to tell us about being versus doing here in this world? It really is all about the being. The doing does honestly does not matter. Yeah. Oh, I'm there's so a sorry. strong <laughs> statement. Go I know. rewind, rewind. <laughs> Say that again. It's all about the being and how we are being. It doesn't really matter if we're picking up garbage off the side of the road or we are um, curing cancer. How are we being while we're doing that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that the doing can't have some value in this world, of course, but the being and how you approach the thing, how you say the thing makes all the difference. It does. And that's part of the reason that you can tell your spouse over and over and over and over and over and over and over again <laughs> about this thing you'd like to have changed. And then someone else can make one comment on that same topic and they'll go change it. Isn't that the truth? Yes. <laughs> it, it is all in how the information is presented and the beingness with which it's presented. Well, and we see that with all of the perhaps different spiritual and religious texts too. They pretty much say all a lot of the same stuff. Yes, it's exactly. Just, it's just how do you hear it? Mm-hmm. How do you hear it? And how how do they recommend you express it out into the world, right? It, true. Because there are some variations in how they feel like it should be expressed. And I, I kind of look at, when I look at a religion, I look for the overriding truth. And then I look for also the structures that the religion has put in place to allow itself to propagate. True. 
And those are are sometimes at odds with each other. Yes, they are. (laughs) But I found it valuable to look at it with both of those lenses so I can get a feeling for how close are they to being helpful in terms of stepping into that beingness, that relationship with the divine. And how far have they gone off into the survival mode of religion? Right. <laughs> and that allows me then to to take what, what is valuable to me, to focus on the parts that are valuable to me and to let the rest of it go. Just like everything in life. Yeah. It, yes. Yes. What part resonates with me and what can I let go? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... I know you're a channeler, and I also know you have a lot of information around soulmates. And I find there are a lot of myths around soulmates. (laughs) There are. Uh, What are some of the myths around soulmates? Well, first, that soulmates are just perhaps your love partner. Mm. Because soulmates can be our best friends, our parents, our kids, anybody that we have... um, before this lifetime decided to come in and spend some time yeah. spend some time and have some experiences with. Yeah, and they can be mentors, they can be teachers, they can spend decades with us and they can spend just moments with us. It could be somebody in the elevator that you meet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, is a meeting with a soulmate always what our mind would consider a positive experience? No, <laughs> that's another misconception. <laughs> no, it's not. Because I think we have been um, shown the idea that you meet the soulmate and then you fall in love and you're happily, you know, live happily ever after. Yeah, Often, it's the, this profound kind of Cinderella sort of yes, love, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no, I, no. In, in fact, I have a first marriage that proves that soulmates are not always that way. <laughs> But there tends to be a point in our life where we have decided often before we've come this lifetime, most times, that we are going to meet up with the soulmate for some sort of shift in our life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a so, particular experience that will create a pr- profound change in our experience. Exactly. And if you know anything about changing, most of us don't go voluntarily or gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> It tends to be an experience that our personality goes, oh, that sucked. Yeah. And often, like we're talking about with marriages, you know, we think that we chose the wrong person because X, Y, Z. When often that is our soulmate that got us to shift from that experience that was very difficult. But I think anybody who's been married and divorced definitely has grown. Oh, absolutely. And if you haven't, you're going to go back and just repeat that over again. again. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But um, I've kind of changed my language around soulmates, especially when it comes to like the life partner situation. I I term them now life partner. Yeah. You're not looking for a soulmate relationship. You're looking for a life partner relationship. Yes. And that's a very different experience. It's a very different experience. And that life partner. So let's just say that there's one or two or many life partners for us too. 
Absolutely. So. Absolutely. This idea that it's the one. Yeah, let that go. <laughs> You've got a lot of options out there. <laughs> and that life partner can also shift depending on decisions that you've made on what you want to experience with free will in this lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you were living at a dairy and then you decided, um, and you're on that life, that lifetime, that lifeline. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be the, the greatest dairy provider ever. <laughs> exactly. And then something happens and you decide, no, I'm going to go to New York city and be an actress. So the person you would meet on dairy lifeline lifetime would be different than the person you're going to meet in New York City actress lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you've got a different set of, of values and priorities that you've decided to promote. And if you, let's say you're on Dairy Lifetime and you, you suddenly have this soul shift moment where it's like, yes, the way to get my message out into the world is to go into acting so that I can touch people with these stories and shift people's entrenched beliefs by sharing a story that is catalytic to them. If you try and take that dairy life partner with you, it's it's going to be a, a misery for both of you. For both of you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's where the free will comes in and the multiple options that we have <laughs> depending on the choices that we make in life. Yeah. And I, I know growing up, there are lots of things that end up in our subconscious mind, which is why I have trained in hypnosis because it's nice to be able to get rid of these unintentional cross linkages. Um, but many of us are taught, well, if you find that life partner, if you make that commitment to marriage, it's for freaking ever. Mm -hmm. And my experience is relationships are here while they serve both people. Mm -hmm. And when they stop serving one person, it's time to allow that season to wind to a close. And it's not easy, but it is a whole lot cleaner if you just allow that to happen than if you try to, to remain committed forever and ever. Just be open, be honest, and go, here's where I'm at, and here's where I'm shifting to, and you know, you don't seem to be down with coming along on the ride. So I guess this will have to be it. Yeah. I love you. Have, have an amazing life. <laughs> yes. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things the guides often share about is getting into that flow of energy of life, of allowing, surrendering, not trying to, you know, with our minds, what we have decided we're going to Find do. a way to make Find it happen. Way. Yes. yes. <laughs> we're going to have the only dairy farm in the middle of New York City. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. So if we have multiple soulmates, what are kind of a sign that we've run into a soulmate? You know, one of the biggest signs is that you feel like you've known this person before, like they are, uh, like you've been friends forever. Mm -hmm. And that instant recognition that you just, I don't, I, I have certainly felt that many times in my life where, um, interestingly enough, um, when I moved to Bozeman, Montana, I, I moved here, I didn't know one person. And part of my manifest, I wanted to meet some friends. So I go sure. out, yeah. 
And um, I, even before we, I stopped eating dinner this night, I went out by myself and I said, I'd really love to meet a friend before I went home. So I went out to the little chocolate stand to get a fancy chocolate. And the woman there says, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm a spirit guide channeler. She says, I am looking for a spirit guide channeler. <laughs> she came for a session and she's become my best friend. That is awesome. Yes. That and just so from cool. that first conversation over chocolates, we felt like we'd known each other for lifetimes. <laughs> Absolutely. So since you've brought up spirit guide channeling, what what does that really mean? Well, it really means that I am um, the conduit, so to speak, the, I'm going to call it maybe an interpreter of mm -hmm. the um, messages that the spirit guides have because they don't often speak English. We see this stuff in signs. We see the one, one, signs, one. vibrations, <laughs> feelings. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But they, it's not clear. Like you should do X or you, you know, that, that. So yeah. often um, it's helpful to have, we talked about this before, what you are intuitively feeling and know in your heart, some confirmation of that. Like, yes, this is really, the, this is really the thing for me. And yeah. so I um, take the messages from the spirit guides, translate them into English and pass those messages on to people, basically. Beautiful. Now... I know there are a couple of varieties of channelers out there. For myself, I'm one of these unconscious channelers, which is why I record everything, <laughs> everything, because I won't remember later what I've said. Um, and then there are conscious channelers who completely remember everything that, that comes through. What, what's kind of your situation? Yeah, I don't remember much. I can remember topics, you know, and feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, but when people come back from multiple sessions, because that happens often, they'll say, last time you said, and I'll be like, I don't even remember that. Wow. Isn't that something? Yes. Like, you should listen to her. She's really smart. <laughs> yes. <I'm> like, <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> but I can't take credit for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I try to remind people that isn't Renee talking. That's, yes. Do I have great advice and give great advice? Sure, I do. But most people come to me for um, recognition information from their guides. Yeah. Well, and I think over the break we were talking about like dream interpretation and this sort of thing. And I know one of the things that I tell my clients is there are many levels at which you can read a sign. There's like the Jungian archetype kind of thing, or you know, you go to the dream book and you look up, well, what does a cigar in my dream mean? Okay, um, that's one level. That's like the least reliable level of interpretation of the sign. It's also the most generally applicable, but it's the least reliable for your specific situation. What overrides that is what is your experience with cigars? What do cigars really mean to you in your personal experience, your personal history? It might be you had a grandfather who was a cigar smoker who gave great advice, okay, and wisdom. And so cigars might have nothing to do with Freudian phallic stuff for you. It probably has much more to do with that grandfatherly wisdom than it has anything to do with, you know, <laughs> dongs. <laughs> it's so true. And I find it very interesting um, because clearly I have friends that are channelers also. We tend to attract the clients 
that have had similar experiences that we that we have had in our life. So I have had a lot of grief in my life. I tend to you know attract a lot of people that are um, working with grief. I also ran a more owned a mortgage company for about twenty years, so I get a lot of business stuff that comes through too. So you, I think it's the filter that it's coming through. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And and how well does does your filter match with clients' filter? Exactly. And I love that you mentioned the filter because that's one thing that I notice that people tend to forget. They're like, oh, it was channeled information and they want to put it up there like it was direct from the mouth of God, which, and it may have been direct from the mouth of God, but it came through this filter. And you always have to remember that the filter is there. Yeah. One of the interesting things, though, that I find is um, the guides are very particular about exactly how I say something, wording. Yeah. So, you know, so I have, I will say things like a client recently where I said, balls to the wall, which I don't say that. That's just not something <laughs> that's I say. not the way you talk. No. Yeah. And, and I said, I'm so sorry. That just came out. And she's like, oh, I know exactly why you said that because I say it all the time. There you go. <laughs> so something that may seem insignificant to me, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm just saying this has very much significance to the person hearing it. Absolutely. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So what do you do in a situation where you, perhaps you've said something and it doesn't completely resonate with the client? What, what does one do with that kind of situation if you're the client? You do nothing with it. You just let it sit out there because I cannot tell you how many times I've said things to clients and they're like, Renee, I have no idea what you're talking about. A month later, two months later, it hits. And it's like, if I hadn't talked with you, I wouldn't know what to, what to expect with the situation. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like, don't, don't try to resolve it. Don't no. go, well, she was wrong or I was wrong or anything like that. Just let it be. Just let it be. I yep. love that. I love that. Well, we are coming up on our second break already. Can you believe? No, time flies. <laughs> I know it really does. So what I'd like to invite y'all to do out there in listener land is hang tight because when we come back, we're going to ask Renee to do a little bit of channeling for us. And so you don't want to miss that. Make sure you hang around, stay close, and we'll be right back from the break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. 
Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales. I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Renee Spears, channeler extraordinaire. And... Um, before we get into the channeling, what's kind of the most common information that you get from spirit guides? What what do people ask for and what do they most often get? Because I don't know that it's always the same, yes. <laughs> it's almost never the same. Like I what I want to know about XYZ. And yeah. the guides may say, you know, what about joy? Should I, should I buy the red Mercedes or the white Lexus? And they'll be like, hey, how about joy? Let's focus on that instead. So. <laughs> but they'll both bring me so much automotive joy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, this came up a little bit earlier. Often it's just to get back to that centered space, to, to, to live from that balanced, centered, peace of mind, trusting, faithful place that feels so good. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things that I've noticed having um have being a recovering shopaholic, <laughs> things don't bring you joy. I you mean, don't. it's it's kind of fun to to acquire or possess or whatever, but it that's not any kind of a lasting joy experience in my experience in my world and I find when I am most grounded and most centered and most content with what I want to say, just sitting in the flow of life, the shopaholic goes away. <laughs> it does. It really does. When my son was a teenager and wanted, you know, the latest gaming system and phone and all that business, he went that summer to Africa with grandma to um, volunteer in a wildlife refuge. Oh, so very he, nice. Yeah, I know. So he comes home and he says, Mom, they are so happy there and they have nothing. We have everything in the United States and we're so unhappy. Yeah. And it, you know, yes. Isn't that ironic? Yes. And I, a lot of that has to do with the fact that when we're raised and it's been, it's been sunk into our subconscious mind that you need to do better than your parents. And if you, you know, choose the right career and the right spouse and the family and the house and the picket fence and all of that kind of stuff, that at some point down the road, you will be happy. Yes. And that's a lie. It is a lie. You need to cultivate your happiness every day in every moment as you move along the journey, because that's where your happiness lives. 
is with you enjoying the journey as it unfolds, the adventure as it unfolds. And if you put off that happiness until you arrived at whatever goal or destination you have in your mind, you will never be happy. It's so true. So yeah. true. So you have mentioned that you've been channeling information recently from the next generation of awakened beings. Tell me what the next generation of awakened beings is. Well, are these ascended masters? Are these aliens? Are these higher selves? What are these? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say there are some aliens in the mix, but that's not what I'm talking about today. There's this whole generation um, that I've noticed because I talk to their moms and their grandmas mm. and, and that is right now coming in. I would say newborn to teenager years in particular mm -hmm. that um, are so connected. And it's interesting because they have chosen, as we're talking about choosing your family and soulmates and all of that stuff, they've chosen their moms and their grandmas and perhaps dads too. That's some people I've been talking to that are there to help them stay awakened. Ah, okay. Yes. So instead of when we're little and no, there's no imaginary friend, that's all in your head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have, the, the women, and, and they're, I'm, not, I'm just saying women, that's just because that's who I talk to mostly. I was going to say 85% of spiritual seekers seem to be female. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes. Um, but these women have already had their awakenings. And so they're there. So they're able to guide these younger souls so that they don't forget all of this connection. And fall asleep. Yeah. And fall asleep. Yes. So I have to say, as we, you know, we are looking at some things in the world now going, oh my God, what the heck is happening out there? I have such hope when I see these souls coming in and, and um, their guardians, so to speak, their, their, teachers um, are teaching them to communicate with animals, to communicate with Mother Earth, you know, to stay connected, to, to pay attention, pay attention to the signs and what you're seeing and what you're feeling. Mm, so okay. it, it just gives, brings me so much hope. Yeah, well, and I think some of these things that we've been categorizing as, what do I want to say, mental health problems. Yes. <laughs> we do a lot of that in the West. It's a mental health problem as opposed to evidence of a shamanic connection or something like that nature, which is what it would be more interpreted in in some cultures that have stayed closer to the earth. And I see that with a lot of um, people that are diagnosed with autism. That was what was in my mind. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we just don't think of that in our Western way of them being so um, connected and spiritual and these empowered beings. We look at them as if something's wrong with them. And Why are you hypersensitive to the feel of clothes on your skin? Come on, get over exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or chemicals. Imagine that, you know. Yeah, or... <laughs> imagine that. That would be me. I would raise my hand on that one. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so it's lovely that um, that they have these, um, they and they all have somebody that, I, once again, the people that I talk to, that's kind of like guiding them through. Yeah, so, we, we are never just cast out here alone. No, no. But purposefully, 
like my grandma's part of my grandma's um, experience this lifetime is to keep herself in this awakened space and get her to awakening so that she can then welcome the next generation of soul beings in here. Right. So and you provide can, some tools. Yes. Provide the tools. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have a particular, what do I want to say, a particular energy or vibration that you prefer to channel? Or are you more of a multi-channel kind of channeler? So I um, channel my clients' guides. So I very seldom channel my guides because, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm doing other people's. So, so it's fun for me to be able to do that because they're so wide. I mean, I've done a couple podcasts on that, but not very often. All right. Well, since that's your strongest channel, let's go with your strongest channel. And um, since I'm here and we don't have any callers today, let's see what uh, Sophia's guides have to tell us today. How does that sound? And I'm sure it will be applicable to anybody who's out there listening. Isn't that's that the how truth? they roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So you have this, this past year, I know a little bit about this from us talking as people, but this past year has really been a turning point for you in your life. And the guides were saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> And it was kind of um, turning point, but the pre-turning point. So really over this last um, eclipse season and these these planetary things, you're very connected to all the planetary astrology things, which I'm probably telling you nothing that you don't already know. I think that's something I kind of tend to like put my hands over my ears and, and my eyes and go, go away with all the planetary bullshit. I've got my agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, your agenda, though. I, I tend to be like retrograde, schmetrograde, by God. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. You could be retrograde, schmetrograde, because it's still, you're getting what you need. Yeah. So, you know, if you, it, for people, I say that if you're into it, great. If you're not, it doesn't matter. It's still affecting you and you're getting what you need. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and why isn't my darn computer working? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> circle back around to Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> But this was a um, a turning point in your life for you. I do think that your business over the next year will is going to take some um, evolve. Let's call it evolve. It it has been evolving. I've I've had this feeling over the past year that I am to what I want to say settle my stance in both worlds more than I have previously because I have a former life as a scientist and a corporate executive. And then I have this awakened life where I have been full woo for just about a decade now. And what has come to me is I need to bring all of myself to the table. Yes, to be full, fully yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I know you're not into the planetary stuff, but no coincidence <laughs> we're talking about this during Gemini season, which is about bringing that spiritual self and our human self fully integrating so that we're all here all of us. So that's exciting. I'm excited for you because it, I don't think it's going to, it doesn't look like you think it's going to look, but does it ever look like we think it's it going to look? It never does. I mean, you have to have this vision in your mind of where you're going. Yes. But then you also on some level have to just kind of release and expect that it, it'll be that or something better. Or something <laughs> better. And we forget often about the something better. 
Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any specific questions? Uh, I've been doing active thinking. Okay. I'm, I'm in like a wrap up year right now. And next year is as the beginning year. If you look at my numerology and I had someone out and out tell me don't start anything this year, but things are coming together in such a way that it's, it's time to be launching, you know, little trial balloons. So are you in a nine year right now? Vic? I am in a nine year. Yes. Yeah. So this second half of this nine year you start to launch a, a few things. It starts okay. to get moving. All you right. Don't, yeah. 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 Because that was the thing. It's like, yeah, but I need to, to test some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand the whole, everything is about to shift and in in, you going into this next chapter, a whole yeah. not, next nine year chapter. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what else do I need? Well, here we go. What else do I need to know? I think that's really the question. Do you have do you have a pet? Do you have any dogs? Yes, I have a dog by the name of Mystic. <laughs> of course, Mystic. That, that's name. how we knew she was the one to adopt. <laughs> so you know how witches have familials, you know? Yeah, that are familiars. Of, yeah. Yes, uh -huh. yes, yes. So that Mystic is yours. So is she with you when you do channeling and your sessions and all that business? She loves to be in healing sessions and that yes. kind of stuff. She's like, don't leave me outside. In fact, she has this polite little bark that she uses if I've shut her out. She's like, oh, you forgot me. Oh, <laughs> oh. So it's just such a joy. Um, so we were talking to my guides, but her guides are coming in wanting to just express their gratitude for this life that um, she has got to live with you. So um, I just want to pass that on. Here I am crying on the radio, but yeah. No, it's all good. She was adopted out of some pretty horrible circumstances. Yeah. 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 Wow. What a gift for both of you. It, it really has been. She's she's my lover in attack dog clothing. She looks like she would be big and vicious, and she's got this huge voice. <laughs> but she's so sweet. That's so wonderful. Sweet. Wonderful. So, oh. <sighs> so we are down to our last minute here. Is there any, like, 15 seconds of wisdom you'd like to impart, whether it's from my guides or from your personal experience? The only thing would be, once again, with this has come up a couple times, is if you are experiencing anything where you're out of the flow or things aren't working out how you'd like it to, stop. Stop immediately. Get yourself back in balance and then continue on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's a good reminder because I do tend to get into this human doing mode. <laughs> All of us do. It's that corporate <laughs> training. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us today, Renee. It's been a pleasure and a delight. You are welcome. I do have a coupon code if any of your listeners. <gasps> yes, let's do that. We will put your links below the show here so you can find all of her links and we'll put the coupon code down there, but share it for the listeners right now. So coupon code 50% off at either a 30 or 30, 60 minute session with me. Coupon code is inner peace. Inner peace, all yes. one word. Inner, all one word at okay. ReneeSpears.com. Yes. Beautiful, ReneeSpears.com and inner peace. And 
thank you to everyone who has joined us today. I would love to hear from you. You can drop me a line at asksofia at transformationspace.co. That's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 